Hey, John. Hey, Ty. How you doing, man? Hey, brother. Great. Uh, hey, I really appreciate you joining uh, our Anchor podcast tonight, uh, Growth Mindset. And um, I just want to take a moment here, John, to welcome you to the to the podcast. And uh, I want to make sure I pronounce your last name right, because I always call you John, right? So I know it's John. Is it? Do you? It's Saunders or Sanders? Saunders. Saunders. Saunders, Good. I want to make sure I get that right, brother. We always (laughs) see each other. You're always really busy over at the Top Seed Tennis Club in Nicholasville, Kentucky, and I'm coming in to work out a lot, and I'm running to the tennis courts, and we always pass each other. And yeah, I've always uh, just been impressed with uh, the club and the way you got this thing going. And just wanted to invite you on tonight, and uh, welcome, man. Appreciate yeah, it. thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I'm I'm excited to join you. I've heard a lot of really good things and listened to a lot of your stuff. It's it's, it's impressive, very fun. Well, good. Uh, in the spirit of uh, sharing, you know, our passion for tennis and to get more people playing the sport that we both love, and uh, I thought it'd be great to start talking to some club people who run some of the tennis clubs, you know, throughout the U.S. And uh, yeah. John, I know you're the general manager at Top C Tennis Club in Nicholasville, Kentucky. It's right on the uh, the line, the Fayette County line there, but you're in actually in Jessamine County, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's right. We are about 300 yards away from Fayette County, but we are right over the line, my friend. Perfect, perfect. Hey, John, um, in the spirit of trying to, you know, share a little bit about you and your journey uh, in regards to how you landed uh, at Top Seed Tennis Club, uh, I thought I'd just kind of hand it over to you for a minute, a couple, couple of minutes, and just kind of give our listeners a little bit about your background and kind of how you ended up in, in the position that you're currently in. Yeah, sure. Um, I actually, my background, I'm from Indiana originally, which a lot of people down here in Kentucky don't like me to say too loud. Um, but when I do, uh, I am from um, middle Indiana and I played division three tennis um, and had a passion for tennis my whole life, uh, but graduated college and, and got into the business world. Um, I started working for nonprofits and ran some hotels Um, and then ran some large sporting venues and moved down to Kentucky and had the opportunity to join the team of Top Seed before uh, the opening of the club. And once the club opened, um, I started working my way um, up the chain at Top Seed to eventually become the GM and had the opportunity to to help guide the club in the directions that we're going currently. I mean, hosting professional events and hosting junior tournaments and growing the game of tennis. I mean, to me, that's what it's all about, whether it's at top seed or whether it's at any club in, in Kentucky and the States and the world, we should all have the same mindset that we're trying to grow the game of tennis. However we can um, and serve every single population that's out there in any way we possibly can do so. And my goal and my hope is that the small little slice of the tennis world that I have control over, we do that as well. Well, that is awesome. And that really lines up with, the USTA Kentucky and the USTA Southern and the USTA national vision, I believe, you know, because I I was on the marketing committee. I was chairman of that committee uh, last year. And I know Dr. Michael Leiden is also a club member there at top seed tennis club. Um, You know, he's very proud and takes a lot of pride in that club as he does all clubs throughout Kentucky to grow the game of tennis. And John, I know you and your staff, um, you know, continue to battle through COVID and bad weather. And, you know, it's, it's been amazing, but you guys have been so resilient. I've been so impressed with all your staff and, you know, cause I get to, you know, talk to them one-on-one as I go in there 
And um, I, I think I joined right after you guys opened up. You'd probably been open a couple of months, three or four months maybe. Yeah. I recall joining. How long have you guys been open just so the listeners will get a little feel for the club? We are almost on our three-year anniversary. So March 18th will be our three-year anniversary. And I do remember, Mr. Sparks, I believe that you remember number 12, if my memory serves properly. So right. you've got a, a long and amazing history with us, my friend. Yeah, and, uh, Dr. Michael Eaton joined right before I did, I believe. He's probably like yes, 10 or 11. I, I, so. think he's, I think he's 10 or 11, yes. Yeah, I there think you're you go. Right. That's awesome. But I tell you, I've just been so impressed with uh, how you guys treat your guests and how you've expanded the programs over there just in the last several months. I've seen a big uptake in court utilization. And um, yes. I just want to kind of get let you share with uh, the listeners kind of how you guys have progressed through the last three years. And I know you've had some challenges, but you've always everyone smiling and, and doing the best they can to make everyone feel comfortable and I still remember the, our first little uh, Christmas party, you know, which uh, oh, pretty yes, cool yes. that we had that little workout room all set up at the tables and everyone felt so welcomed. And, and I think the, I, I see it in the junior's eyes. They seem to really enjoy themselves when they come over to top seed. So why don't you just kind of give us a little feel for kind of how you guys have progressed and some of your junior programs and those kind of things. Yeah, for sure. It's been an amazing um, ride to think back of, being open for three years and, and where things have gone. Um, our focus throughout the entire time has been growing the game of tennis and providing um, a family type atmosphere for everyone that comes in member, non-member high school player, college player, professional player. And it's been fun to watch that grow and watch that develop from individuals like yourself. When we had 12 members uh, to having a small little Christmas party with all 30 of the members and the staff that we have um, to where we were uh, last year. I mean, growing into hosting a WTA tournament with Serena Williams coming to our club. Uh, the growth of the game, like we've talked about, is really the main focus. I have an incredible, incredible staff. Uh, my tennis staff is led by Bradley Bryan, who is, in my opinion, one of the best tennis directors in the country. Um, his focus is on personal interaction and helping grow the kids um, and grow the game to love the game and helping adults to continue to love the game and get into the game and bring new people into the game. Our big focus is really reaching out to the community and finding new people to play tennis and, and cultivating that into to understanding that it's a lifelong sport. And there's so many incredible benefits to tennis, not just for kids and not just for juniors, but for young, young adults and older adults and anyone who picks up a racket. It is an incredible sport. And that's what we've tried to really focus on. We've seen really, like you've said, in the last year or so, a huge uptick in our junior programs. And we really believe that that's because of Bradley's leadership and the way that he really focuses with our staff on providing that individual experience for every single kid that walks in the door. And then also for their parents to be able to see and experience the beautiful club that our owner made. So you can have an amazing facility, but if you don't have the people that are there to really focus one-on-one -on -one with every single person that walks in the door to know their names, to get to know them, to create that family type of atmosphere, it's difficult to succeed. And it's, it's very fun to watch us grow and watch us become this club that we had all hoped that we would. Yeah, John, and I, you know, um, I'm sitting here, ta I'm taking a little sneak peek, Br uh, Bradley, Brian, always smiling, very upbeat, <laughs> nice guy. Yes. He's got a tennis game to back it up, played at Moorhead sure. State, and he's from the Caribbean, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, he's from Barbados, yes. 
which is awesome. And I know some of the juniors yeah. really enjoy them. I was actually actually stopped in there later this afternoon to do a little workout, and there was a lady behind me, and I had a conversation with her, and she said her little son was taking lessons from Bradley, and he was really had a passion to play, and that he'd, Bradley had really engaged him. And um, I he came out and yeah. had a little cupcake, and he was <laughs> showing his mom. <laughs> I think he got it there at the club, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's Brad. It's Bradley's birthday. Today, there you go. Actually, that was yes. just so. that's awesome, just to show you the impact he's having. <laughs> And then, um, I, you know, I, you've got so many great staff members. Heather, I'm going to butcher her last yes. name, uh, B- Belusio. Belusio. Yeah, she's Belusio, a director yes. of fitness. Uh, I just know she works out quite a few people, and uh, she's very passionate. Yes, she's done a great job with, with all of our people, including Dr. Eden, who has been in to see her on several occasions. And her focus is really the individual, like we've talked about. And whether it's to get better at tennis, whether it's to rehab injuries, whatever we're trying to do, Heather does an amazing job with all of our, our members and clients. And I tell you, uh, Yoshi is something else. He's a real personality, uh, <laughs> just loves people, does a great job. He's director of operations and uh, he's always uh, sending out communications for a Sunday afternoon play from two to four. Um, gets a lot of engagement. I've seen that grow. Yeah. Uh, just want to shout out to Yoshi. Yeah, agreed. Yoshi is a fantastic people person. He loves people. He loves tennis. And if you spend five minutes with the guy, you will know instantly his passion for the game. And the five minutes will turn into 30 minutes very, very quickly. <laughs> and Haley Wilson is your marketing uh uh, I guess she's your marketing director. She and, is, uh, yes. She's done an outstanding job. I've seen her at all the tournaments, and we'll go into those in a few minutes. But I know she's done a great job uh, marketing. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, Haley came you know, on board with us about a year ago. We stole her from Pepsi. Um, and she has done a fantastic job kind of helping take us to that next level like we've talked about. Um, since she's jumped in, helping our social media, helping with tournament prep, helping with everything under the sun that falls under that marketing umbrella, uh, we've really seen a huge growth in engagement and in staffing and as well as the community involvement with everything that's going on. And what I really love about uh, Haley is she's always wanting to learn, always asking mm. questions very engaging and um it's very very uh, polite and, and fun to talk with yes then, for uh, sure paulette churchill she's your human resource uh, yes she's yes works the front paulette. desk very personal yes. yes yes she is she's my work mother she is fantastic um she is everybody's everybody's go-to for advice, for help. And she has a smiling face. She's the first face you will see when you walk in that club. And she is a representation that I am beyond proud to have as part of the top seed team. And um, I know Susan Sloan from the time she was about 10, 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell I me actually, about Susan. Tom. I actually I got beat up. Side. I actually got beat up <laughs> by her one time when she was 19 in the world. Dennis Emery put me out on the court weather after I played it. Uh, <laughs> three, four day tournament. I, I won the tournament, but I was so beat up, but it probably wouldn't have mattered. She was 19 <laughs> in the world. And I went out there and I won the first game. And I don't know if I got another game off of her. I mean, she <laughs> is an amazing tennis player. She was, didn't make it to 19 in the world on the WTA. And uh, yes. I knew her coach Fritz now and Fritz and yes. I are good friends. And Fritz is, was down in Boletari's. He was Andre Agassi's coach. And I've watched mm-hmm. Susan uh, win some pro tournaments and she was really a, quite a player. 
Yeah, it is an absolute honor to have Susan Sloan as part of our staff. Like you've kind of gone through some of her accomplishments. I mean, not a lot of clubs can say they have a Hall of Famer on their on their staff. And Susan is that in the state of Kentucky. She's going into the Southern Tennis Hall of Fame. She was a pro's pro, as many have told me. Um, and just seeing her and dealing with her on a daily basis, her people love her. Um, we love her. She is incredibly engaging. Her instruction is beyond top notch. Uh, you talked about Fritz. I met Fritz as well. It's funny. His son um, actually helps coach Shelby Rogers now. Yep. So when Shelby's been at the club, we got to talk with him a little bit and introduce Shelby to Susan because Shelby had heard about Susan for years and years and years from Fritz. So it's it's really funny how, how the world Small turns. World. Like I said, oh, 100%. And, yep. and it's, it is truly just an honor to have Susan on staff. And the funny thing is um, I used to hit with Fritz a lot back when he was a pro oh. at LTC, and then he would work – Susan out and then him and I would go out and play. And then, you know, he went to a lot of the junior tournaments and I still remember yeah. Susan's mom being over there, picking her up. I mean, mm -hmm. it's funny to see the whole thing come full circle, but uh, and then when I go to Florida, I've stayed with Fritz a few times, just a small world. Yeah. And Fritz has yeah. coached a lot of top players down in Florida and his son, I, mm -hmm. his son was just getting out of high school last time I was down there. So I need to get back uh, down, but now he's coaching the pro, some of the pros. So, yeah, but it's um, incredible. That, it is. The next one up is uh, Shelby uh, Deal, uh, Shelby Eden. Shelby Deal, Shelby. yes, she is. Yes, she used to be Shelby Eden. She is now Shelby Deal. She is an, an incredible, incredible pro that we get to have. She is also a full-time school teacher. Uh, she played at Georgetown, and she loves working with the kids, and the kids absolutely adore her. Um, she has done a fantastic job with our junior programs, specifically like the 12 and under, 13 and under kids. She has grown those programs and those clinics during the week, and it is Truly, truly an honor to have Shelby. Um, her personality is so engaging and the kids gravitate towards her, similar to her father, as you know. Um, yep. She is just an amazing, amazing young woman. And I've known Shelby uh, most of her life. Uh, I know she's very passionate about tennis, played a lot of junior events, uh, went to LC, LCA, played mm -hmm. there, uh, played under her dad, uh, Kyle Macy. And then mm -hmm. she went on to Georgetown and played for the Cunninghams. And, uh, yep. She's uh, just got it in her genes, man. She loves it, yeah. and she does a great job. So, uh, hey, the next one is Mark Majeski. Mark, I've known Mark for 30 years, 35 years probably, 30, 35. <laughs> uh, he loves the game of tennis, very positive, upbeat. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, he just enjoys it. So, uh I'll you are you describing the, the ball of energy that is Mark Majeski. He is a, a man of passion for the game of tennis and for kids, like watching his passion for kids and how hard he wants them to succeed and how much he will go out of his way to do everything under his power to, to help them succeed. He still lives in Danville at the moment or just South of Danville um, and right. drives up to work with these kids every day during the week. He comes up on the weekends. Um, he has a passion for them and they have a passion for him. And it's funny, like you said, you've known him forever. Every single person I seem to meet in the tennis community says, Oh, you work where Mark Majeski works. It's so funny because they know the club yep. for Mark. And it's, it's amazing. The guy has connections inside the state that are yep. amazing. And his talent and passion for kids is, is unsurpassed. It, it's really, really fun to watch. And it's fun to watch the kids interact with him. Yeah, it's always fun to be on the court next to him and listen to him instruct. He, he puts his heart and soul into it, as does uh, Susan and Shelby. Hey, you've yes. got a couple of others on here I, I want to mention as well. Uh, and I'm not as Some newbies. With, yeah, we've got some yeah, newbies. We just talked about boss. Lizzie Box. Lizzie okay. started with us last week. Um, she is going to be our junior director. Uh, she played at Indiana Wesleyan. She was a three-time All-American at Indiana Wesleyan. 
Um, wow. And we got lucky and got blessed. She moved to Lexington with her fiance and was looking to stay involved with the game of tennis. And we got to chat with her a little bit. And she is a young lady with an incredible skill set, which is incredible. She can still hit with Bradley. She can still hit with any junior that's out there. Obviously, she's in her early mm -hmm. to mid 20s. Um, and she's also someone with a passion and a knowledge base that I've watched her give three lessons. And she is technically as sound as anyone I have heard in instructing kids and it is really really fun to watch her and it's fun to watch how she's going to develop these kids and how she's going to really take our junior program to the next level we also added caroline king as a part-time uh, pro she just moved yep. up here from the south she played division one tennis at stetson i believe if memory serves and oh, wow. she is a fantastic young lady as well she started about two weeks ago um she works part-time for us during the week and helping some of the junior clinics her passion's really that like 12 to 15 age group but she works with everybody that's there and it's again is technically sound having these kids that played at the very very high level really helps these up-and-coming juniors to see the skill set that's there and to have them give the instruction to help them grow their game as well that's awesome and you've got a couple more names here and i don't want to leave anyone out but uh, you've got your yoga instructor for jennifer jennifer Ernst. yes everybody loves jennifer Ernst. so jennifer is a fantastic member of the tennis community she is a tennis aficionado but where it gets better she is also a certified yoga instructor she helps with fitness and pilates and she's gotten so incredibly popular that the trans east tennis team as well as the asbury tennis team both have requested her and she does weekly sessions with both of those teams in addition to doing the stuff for top seat so it's really really fun to watch the growth of the people that take her classes because that's something i mean i am not flexible at all my friend i've got to come in and join that maybe <laughs> you and i'll do that thing. we'll both yes. go in there and do a class yes that would that. be really yep. nice i do as well and then lance uh i guess lance uh, allenson yes yeah i've seen him around he He's a hard worker. I saw him he in is. this afternoon. Lance is an amazing young man. Um, he is a personal trainer. He runs the group fitness classes. He helps with the high performance juniors. Um, and what I also think is amazing about him, that a lot of people don't know, but hopefully we'll get to know him. He's a member of the Kentucky National Guard. Um, and he gives up his time for the guard and works incredibly hard outside of work. Um, and when he is in work, he is passionate about fitness. He is passionate about tennis. He's started taking lessons from Bradley and coming to some of our clinics. Um, so it's I really, really him, fun. We're play sometime. We've been talking uh -oh. about that. Uh -oh, he's stringing yeah. rackets too. I think he yeah. got him stringing rackets. Yeah, we just got I mean, him going on that, and he's getting pretty good at it. And then you have another junior. Well, you have another a trancy guy that's behind the desk occasionally. Hunter. Uh, Hunter what? Greg works for Hunter, us. Hunter. Yes. Yeah, my boy yes. Hunter. House. He's Hunter a nice is fantastic. He's a, he is yeah, he is the nicest young man. He's he's been with us since he was 18, and he just turned 21. And it's fun to watch him. And he strings rackets and works the desk and plays at Transy. And I think he's something like a I don't even know like an aerospace engineer major or something. I don't know. He's one of the smartest kids That's I've awesome. ever met. But he's that an amazing awesome. person. Well, John, you got a great staff, and you guys are building and and uh, and progressing and. Yes. And, um, I wanted to just share that with the public and everyone. I appreciate out that. In the tennis uh, globe, we've got uh, so far we've had more than 400 listeners to uh, the podcast. So it's growing weekly. So awesome. we'll Congrats, get you out man. there and get more people over to play a top seat. I just wanted to touch base with you a little bit on some of the junior tournaments. We'll start there that you guys mm -hmm. have started to, to plug in in, in the last two or three years. I know, you do a great job of the high school. Uh, you have high school events there. Yes. You want to kind of touch on that a little bit? 
Yeah, for sure. We have a great facility set up for um, tournaments and for junior tournaments. And if you ask my owner why she built the club, she'll tell you that she built it for juniors. Um, so that's really been a big focus of ours. Just a couple of stuff that we do is we help host the Kentucky State High School um, tournament. We host the region tournament for the local regions that are here as well. Um, from a high school perspective, we want to offer our courts where the host courts for, I believe, three or four different high schools locally. Um, and again, the junior thing is really our focus. When we started, we run um, junior tournaments. We run a Southern level three, we run a Southern level four, um, and that has really grown into running the Pan American Championships, which is an ITF grade B1. So some of the best juniors in the world come to that event. Uh, we also, this year, in about three weeks, host Boys and Girls 16s. Um, it's a 16-year-old level three nationally. And we got the bid two weeks ago to host um, Boys 16s National Indoor Championships. So we host wow. those as well. So it, it's really, really fun to be able to, to supply a home for junior players to grow the game and for players not just in Kentucky, but for in the South and for in the country to really get a great experience. And, and what a better way to help grow the game of tennis than to really focus on those kids and give them a beautiful facility to play in with a staff that cares a lot about them. And you'll see us continue to grow those and continue to grow junior tennis. And for those out there who have not been to Top Seed Tennis Club uh, right on the Lexington line in Nicholasville, Kentucky, I will tell you, uh, it is. I've been to every facility pretty much in Kentucky, and I would tell you that Top Seed uh, has set a high bar for all the other facilities. This is me speaking, John, because I've been yeah. in a lot of them. Uh, I, the indoor facilities are almost, uh, probably almost unmatched. How many courts do you have that are they're no more than three years old, right? You Correct. We have 12 third. indoor and nine outdoor at the moment. Yeah. So you got 12 indoor, nine outdoor. And the one thing that drew me to Top Seed was that multi-million dollar workout facility you got oh, over yeah. there. I mean, yeah. that thing yeah. is a monster, and I, I just so enjoy going in there. You've got bikes. You've got, you've got every type of equipment, free weights, machines. You've got uh, – uh, I'm going to butcher some of the names, but, I mean, you've got everything. You want to speak to the – yeah, the, uh, facility. It's, it's incredible to me from a facility standpoint that when our owner put it together, she wanted to focus on the whole tennis player, right? So mm. part of the whole tennis player is their fitness. And we didn't want to just offer a little fitness center and an amazing, you know, $10 million facility. You want to put the whole package together. And part of that is a 4,000 square foot gym. Um, with a yoga studio that's attached to it that offers the Pilates classes and the yoga classes. And then you have Woodway treadmills, you've got life fitness steppers, you've got every machine, Nautilus, everything under the sun, then you've got free weights. It's, it's truly an honor to be able to offer that to our members and to our kids and to the visiting people that come in. Um, it's funny, the pros even said it's a better facility than they get in Cincinnati <laughs> for the pro tournament. Well, I tell you, <laughs> just for the, just for the, you can go on and share with everyone what it would cost to what a yearly membership would be if if, sure. that, if you would like, uh, because I tell you, I, it's and I will reaff reaffirm the value you get for that membership with just the workout facility. Yeah, it's funny because you know a I mean? lot of people pay gym memberships and then they figure out to come to us for a single adult at sixty five dollars a month, which they pay more than that at their local gym. And they'll find I pay more than that at the YMCA, by the way, <laughs> so people know. I'm a YMCA member, 
I, I love facilities and, you know, I can do it while I'm still working. <laughs> but I, I, when I say working, I'm, I'm involved with a lot of different things, but I, I'll probably always be doing something that I love. Right. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I just feel like top seed gets me prepared to do this podcast because I work out there three to four not days or nights a week. Um, you know, I play tennis there, uh, I play tennis at other facilities around Lexington as well. And yeah. I admire all of them. Yes. But I, I will tell you one thing I really love about top seed is that that workout facility is world-class uh, and it produce, it's going to produce world-class because yeah. it's just so good. And if you want to put the time and the effort in, um, again, great fitness instructors, yoga instructors. Uh, what impressed me the other day, John, is I went back there and put the boxing gloves on. I've got a black belt in martial arts. Okay. And I was able to actually do some punching on the bags, man. Yeah. That was awesome. She she put, I think there's six heavy bags in there. Um, and there's some yeah. boxing gloves in there. We actually, Lance teaches a kickboxing class. Um, so it's it's really interesting to watch the development of, of the gym and what people think about the gym just in the local community. And what's happened is people will be like, wow, we're going to come for the gym. And oh, they do tennis too. And then they get into tennis. Right. So it kind of really works that way to where they find out tennis is a sport that goes with it too. And maybe they've never picked up a racket, but they're at top seed for the gym. And then they take a beginner class. And now all of a sudden you've created yes. a tennis fan and it's, it's, it's really fun. It's a great transition and we are proud and honored to have the facilities. There are tons and tons and tons of beautiful facilities around the country that I've seen as well. Yep. I do think ours stacks up very highly with them and it is an honor to, to be there. Well, John, we appreciate that. And one thing that has really blown me away is how you guys have embraced not only the junior programs, but some of the pro events that you guys have started to engage in. And I was blessed to be able to attend that first uh, Lexington Open you had last year. Yes. Yeah. I believe, was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, last year was just the other day because now we're just in the new year, really, only <laughs> three months in. Time is flying. But I, w I was at the one where I got the tickets and got the little booth, you know. Yeah. I got the, to set up the on Kentucky top. Open, the 100K. And, uh, yeah. You had, I think it was a Russian lady uh, might have won that one. I'm trying to Yeah, Olga Gavortseva won that particular one. She tournament. was amazing. Yes. And you had a top junior, one of the top juniors in the world there that out of California somewhere made the semi. I made think the it was. Claire, made Claire the Lou. Yeah, Claire Lou made yeah, it out Yeah, she was awesome. She was a fantastic. Yeah. What, what a fun time, though, right, Ty, to be able to bring that I level of I had a blast, man. Yeah. I had a blast. I was there every night. Yeah. Yeah, it was an it, honor to it, do it. It was great. It was funny because we got a call from the USTA – um, in November of 19 saying, Hey, John, would you guys be interested in hosting a pro level event? And I hardly ever say no. So of course I said, yes. And she said, it's in February. Uh, so I said, all right, team, let's, let's get this done. We had three months to do it and my team did right. a great job putting it together. And what's happened is it's led to incredible things, right? That was a, that was a great, great, great great tournament um and it, to me i thought it was going to be the highlight of of my tournament director experience right to host a 100k tournament which is one of the awesome. largest purses to come to the state um for a single gender and then that led to over the fourth of july uh covid shut down the tours and so the tours were shut down and some of the players that i met at that tournament had talked to me about doing an exhibition and we found a great nonprofit um, to pour some money into to raise some money for the 4th of July. And we had right. eight amazing pros come, including, you know, Jess Pagula, GD Bouchard, uh, Shelby Rogers. I got to see and... that. I actually got in on that. Oh, nice. I was able to attend that with a mask. I think yes. there was some limited attendance, but I was blessed to be able to come and watch some of that. And 
I saw uh, Brichard play. Yes. I mean, she was uh, hit the ball really well, but what blew me away, there was all all eight of them were very talented. Yeah, and it's fun to watch because those are, I think about it, right? And we had that tournament, and then the next thing we know, I got a call from the WTA saying, John, the tour still shut down. Would you be interested in being the first American stop when the tour reopens? And I said, yeah, that'd be great. And they gave me five weeks to do that. <laughs> and so in five that weeks. That was phenomenal. <laughs> I know that several people volunteered. I wish I could have volunteered, but it was a tough time, you know, with everything going on with other things I was involved in. But I know several of my friends volunteered, and that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be right on the court, you know, as the linesmen, oh, yeah. judges. And you pulled all that together in a five-week period. You want to kind of share a little bit of that? Yeah, what? I mean, right after the 4th of July tournament, uh, Steve Simon, who's the CEO of the WTA, um, and I started talking about doing this. And – we put it together in five weeks and I, it's something that I would have never imagined, right? You're pulling together TV trucks, you're pulling together security. Then you also have COVID. You have to test every player every two days. You have to test every support staff member every two days. You have to have an entire hotel booked just for your people. You have to find transportation. You have to find food, but you can't do normal food because right. it's COVID. And then you have to find that army of volunteers like you talked about. We had 150 mm -hmm. volunteers for that event and that event would not happen without them. And then the blowing my doors off was when Serena Williams agent calls and says, Hey, we'd like to enter your tournament. And I'm like, Whoa, okay. And then Coco Goff wants to enter. <laughs> and then Venus Williams is going right. to enter. And then Victoria wow. Azarenka enters, then Sloan Stevens enters. And so all of a sudden what was supposed to be a small little regional WTA event turns into an international, um, amazing production to where we were seen in over 54 countries on over 15 million television screens um, over the course of that That's week amazing. with all of those eyeballs on Nicholas Wilkinson bringing pro tennis back um, for, for the States. And it was really, really an honor, a responsibility. And it's something that I will never forget. And I, I don't know. I don't even have words to describe it when you see Serena roll in and then Venus roll in and you're having conversations with the greatest player of all time who's playing on your court um when she's towards the pinnacle of her career you know what i mean yeah that that was just a an amazing amazing week um uh, and I, I you know i, I stay glued when it, it was it hit the tv set yeah frequently yeah a lot of yeah. those players were originally scheduled to play in dc was it dc they yeah. were going to play yeah. in and they moved the tournament to lexington yep. dc had the original sanction um and then when covid um started some of the events over there, the owner of the DC events decided he could not host it anymore. Um, and then he eventually canceled the AP, ATP as well. And as you can remember, they moved Cincinnati up to, in, to New York. So there was really nothing before Cincinnati, which was in New York. And then that's when they wanted to get some type of prep work, which is how we ended up getting such an amazing field. And it was cool to watch because some of those players that were with us, I mean, Jenny Brady won our tournament, right? She then goes on to the yep. semifinals of the U.S. Open and that, the finals. That was going to be. Oh, sorry. That was exactly <laughs> where I was heading, man. I mean, what the beautiful part of this, and I love your passion and excitement. And I mean, it's just like a kid at Christmas time. 100%. And that's why I love, I love Topsy because it's, that's that way everywhere there. Uh, when it comes to the following that tournament up, which is hard to, you know, I mean, that is probably going down in history of tennis in Kentucky. Uh, we've had some great events in Lexington, yes. you know, with those events yes. that uh, has been run, which is phenomenal. Yes. And I'm doing a podcast with Dennis on Friday. We're going to go through some of that, awesome. which is just life changing for a lot of Kentuckians Agreed. to be able to 
be there and see it and be a part of it. Agreed. And the fact that I think some of us couldn't get in on yours and see it. We all, there was a lot, I'm sure you got a lot of calls. People wanted oh, to come by. I wish I could have been. And, uh, I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of requests. And you're right though, with the, the yep. other events that are in the state, like it's, it's really, really fun to see how tennis is exploding in the state of Kentucky. They have done an amazing job at what is now the Kentucky bank. Um, downtown offering opportunities for the community to see pro tennis. How amazing is that? That you, yeah. you had the opportunity it to bring pro tennis to Lexington and, and those players to get to watch. And then we had the honor to be able to bring pro tennis as well. Unfortunately, we couldn't have a lot of live audience, but to bring right. the spotlight right. to to pro tennis and to have those yeah, those caliber amazing. of players in Kentucky, how much fun is that? I mean, it, it's really a blast. It, just amazing. And you guys just did such a great job. And, and I heard so many accolades on TV from top, uh, you know, broadcasters and people on on the chats and different uh, venues talking about, you know, what was taking place. And that that kicked off the uh, WTA and the ATP both, you know, Tournaments were just starting back yeah. when that yeah. occurred, right? We were the I first mean, ones. You guys had back some of the, the first States. protocols. Yes, we helped. Yep. De- well, I won't and, say we helped develop, but we were part of the planning process um, for a lot of what you see now. Um, with examples with the towels, they have separate towel bins with right. uh, cleaning behind right. the, a lot of the cleaning procedures with the COVID testing procedures. We were kind of the guinea right. pig, and it was yep. it was exciting. It was nerve wracking, and the best part was we went the entire time with no positive tests. How, I mean, how amazing that is, is that? amazing outcome. Yeah. Well, that's a good, that's, that's a great uh, showcase as to what can be done. And a lot of that goes to you and your staff and all the volunteers in Kentucky. That just. Yeah. It, it was awesome to have the people of Kentucky really rally around us <laughs> and, and help us do this. Cause like I said, is as much as we work that couldn't have been done with all, without all those people. And, and yeah, did you guys win the USTA it. Kentucky facility of the year? I believe this past year. We did. We did for 2020. That was a great honor. Dr. Eden came out. Uh, Jason Miller, who's the executive director of USCA Kentucky, came as well and presented the award to Bradley. And like you said, always all smiles, that guy. Um, really an honor to get it and to be even nominated for it is, is great. Because like you've mentioned and you know, my friend, there yes. are amazing facilities in this state. There are amazing facilities in Louisville and Lexington and Owensboro and every nook and cranny of this state, they offer incredible, incredible tennis. And it's only getting better. That's the best part is we want to help drive that. It's only getting better. There are new indoor courts being built. There are uh, places under right. sales that are getting their courts redone. Like there's so much amazing things going on with tennis. And we are and we are thrilled to be able to, to be a part of that and to help. In, in, and you guys have done a great job assisting can. other tournaments and other facilities you know, and then you you kind of set the bar having that large venue to be able to bring tournaments in from all over the world. And we just talked about one of the largest, well, the largest uh, uh, WTA women's tournament to ever be held in Kentucky was held there last year, which is phenomenal. And then what yeah. what really blows me away is that you mentioned Jen Brady, uh, and there were several other players. I just wanted to touch on the Australian Open and the impact your tournament had in helping develop some of these players to go on to a grand slam and, and make it all the way to the final. Yeah, it's incredible because you, you get to talk to these players and these pros, some of the ones that are you guys right. don't know as well, right? The Jenny Brady's of the world, the Jess Pagulas of the world, the Shelby Rogers of the world, who have hovered in those, you know, 80 to 100. They don't get a lot of national attention, uh, but they came to our 4th of July tournament. They came to the uh, WTA event, and you watch the work that these young women put in. 
and you sit and you get to see them during practice. You get to watch them interact with their coaches. You get to see them during matches and the intensity and the workouts in the gym. And then you get to see it come together, right? Jenny going to Australia, Shelby in Australia, Jess in Australia, all of them at the US Open to watch this occur and watch the development of these young women in under eight months. And to think that we were a springboard to help Jenny get there and to help Shelby get there and to help Jess get there. And it's so much fun because I still text them to this day. I was texting Jenny. Uh, when she was going to the Australian final to play Naomi. And I said, never forget your first, Jenny, because even if you win Australia, never forget where you got your first. And she texted me back and she's like, I never will, John. I'll always be back. And that's the best part, right? You create these yep. incredible relationships where these players loved Kentucky. It, it wasn't just topsy. You know, we did a great job, but they love the people. They love the community. The yep. community embraces tennis. The state loves tennis. And the players know it and the players feel it. And to be a springboard for them as they continue their careers and become these amazing – Jenny's yep. top – 12 now, I think, or maybe top nope. 10. I haven't looked recently. And she was with us eight months ago and was just barely inside. Yeah, that's the top amazing. Eight. And, and yeah, so and, and the um, Fritz Now son who coached uh, Shelby Rogers, she skyrocketed up in the top, probably top 30, didn't she? I mean, she yeah. made, did she make the quarterfinals? Shelby after us. Yes. Right after us, she went to New York um, and did the round of 16 in Cincinnati and then the quarters of the U.S. Open. And then you watch, and then she also goes to Australia, and all of a sudden she's in That's the amazing. quarters of Australia. And Shelby's an amazing young athlete. You know, yep. Susan knows. I mean, she struggled with right. injuries for a good portion of her career. And now that she got healthy, she's been the top seed twice in 2020 for tournaments. And, again, watching her development over there and to think that we had a small part in the springboarding of her now going to majors and being a, a major player on the scene is is fun. It's well, John, I appreciate be you of. being on tonight and sharing your passion for the game and – all, all the progress that Top Seed Tennis Club has made in Nicholasville, Kentucky, and the impact it's had in Kentucky and the impact it's had in the U.S. and the world now, uh, it's quite a feat. Um, normally when I'm doing these podcasts, I, 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 I have a little one-on-one -on -one where I, I give you a – I make a comment about something, and you just kind of respond what first comes to your mind. Would you mind if we kind of did that? Okay. Uh, the, the topic of this, sure, sure. the I'm topic of to. what we normally focus on here, this is fixed versus growth mindset, right? So when you think of someone with a fixed mindset, yep. what comes to your mind if someone had a fixed mindset? Uh, stagnant, someone who's stagnant. They're not looking towards the future. They're just happy with where they're at. And that's kind of just, hey, I'm, I'm okay with being okay. What do you think about growth mindset? What pops into your head when you hear that? Uh, development and looking towards the future and not just in front of your face. If you have a growth mindset, you are, you are focused on the future and not just today. You're looking out in front and you're playing chess when other people are playing chess. When you hear the word leadership, what, what, what comes to mind? Oh, that's a great one. Teaching. Um, I think the leadership has a lot to do with teaching and with setting examples by your own personal experiences and not sitting back and waiting for something to happen, but going out and making. If you had to happen. reflect back on your career, you know, playing D3 tennis, uh, working your way up to general manager, running a pro event, then running a, 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 top, a you know, a top, one of the top, tier, you know, tier uh, WTA events, what would be uh, something you're most proud of in your career so far? That's a great question. Um, I'm proud of my people, to be honest. Um, I've been a part of some great teams and, and developed some great staff. And to watch the personal development of them and to see their growth um, and to see how leadership roles have been taken from people that I don't just have now at Topsy, but in, in other areas of my life, 
Um, I am most proud to still get to talk to some of those folks and hear of their accomplishments and hear of what they are and where they are. And I got a thank you once from a young lady who I was the boss of when I was 21 and she was a lifeguard for me at a pool. And it's just an honor to hear that, you know, 15, 20 years later that you made an impact on somebody. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you sharing that. What is um, your one big dream um, that you've already accomplished a lot in this short time at top seed in three years, but, what would be your one big dream uh, move going forward? Uh, per, yep. at top whatever, seat. whatever you might think it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, gosh, the I have some goals of growing the club and expanding the club and expanding our membership and really expanding the junior programs. So I guess if you were asking me what the dream would be, it would to, it would be to get that done. Uh, to make sure that the club does expand, that we continue to bring excellent, excellent tennis, uh, the WTA to come back as well as the ATP um, and to get additional professional tennis here in Kentucky and to continue to grow the game. Awesome. And who who's your favorite uh, WTA female player? Ooh, you're not going to ask me that because they could listen to this. And I'm <laughs> you, might, you can't do that. I'll tell you what, we can't do that. Uh, let's, let's go. Yeah, you, you can't have favorites on it, can you? You're right. You're right. Uh, what, what, what would be probably one of your most exciting moments, uh, working with the WTA? We'll go there. Yeah. Great questions. Um, the most exciting moment would definitely be when that first match went off, uh, for the WTA 250 that we had last August. Uh, but just all of the hard work that the team put in and watching it happen and to see that first serve and to see Serena actually walk out onto top seed tennis clubs courts in Nicholasville, Kentucky, the greatest athlete of all time in the sport of tennis to walk out onto your court is wow. <laughs> to describe well, it. that is a great way for us to, to let you get back to, uh, your evening. I uh, just want to thank you so much for getting on tonight and giving us about 42 minutes of insight. And we really appreciate everything that you and the top seat staff are doing in Kentucky for tennis. And uh, you're not only impacting, uh, you know, Nicholasville and Lexington and Kentucky, but impacting the U.S. and the world. And we appreciate everything you guys are doing. And we look forward to many more uh, great events in the future. Yeah, thank you, Ty. And to be honest, it's an honor to, to be on your show. Um, for those who don't know Ty, he does an amazing job with tennis, with engaging not just the local tennis community, but the state of Kentucky and, and now nationally with not just the podcast, my friends. He has Facebook groups. He has a bunch of different avenues that he's in just to help grow the game. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Ty, for everything you do for the game of tennis as well. And, and as, I, as we get ready to depart, I want to tell you one other little passion I ran into. I joined the – I've been a – PTR member, Professional Tennis Registry, for since '86, yeah. and I just started uh, getting my hands into pickleball here in the last three weeks, which is it's it's grown okay. 4.2 million this in the last year, and uh, it is the fastest growing sport keep an eye, in the United keep States. Keep an eye out because uh, what we found is that if you play tennis, you pick up a pickleball racket, you do both. If you play pickleball, yes. and you pick up a tennis racket. Everyone who picks up pickleball, 50% of them want to play tennis. So we yeah. just found that to be an amazing statistic. I've learned I'm going through a certification to be a, a pickleball instructor. I'm already a PTR Pro 1 in tennis. But it fascinates me that that, that sport is taking off. And it, it's kind of a cousin to tennis in a way, you know. So uh, – it, it is. Pickleball's taking off in such a high way. And then also be on the yes. lookout for paddle. 
Um, or if you're in Europe, it's called padel, another sport with tennis that is growing, growing, growing. These racket sports are, are doing incredible, and they all interconnect. It's just an so exciting really, really future we have, and we're very blessed to, to have the, the, game, the, you know, the grandfather game of tennis, and we both have a lot of passion for it. Appreciate your time tonight, and we, so we could just kind of share insights and ideas, and we can learn more about uh, all the great things that are going on at the Top Seed Tennis Club in Nicholasville, Kentucky. John, have a great evening. We appreciate it. it was, all right, thank you. You as well.